Good evening. Today is Wednesday, October 13th to 2021, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter, uh, or sorry, steps are eight and nine, and our speaker tonight is Wendy S. Thank you, Wendy. How would you like your time? Um, oh, thank you. I'm going to time myself, but you can give me a five minute warning, I guess that would be useful. So, um, all right. So, uh, hi friends. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. I'm Wendy S, uh, from New York, a uh, compulsive overeater living in a state of recovery. Um, I hope that I have something good to share with you tonight. I did not uh, plan anything, actually, so I'm winging it. Uh, I've been in program for um, about a year and a half. I joined in the middle of the pandemic in June of 2020. I have 10 months abstinent as of uh, two days ago, and, um, and my life has really changed significantly um, since I've been in program. Um, so I'm here to talk about steps eight and nine tonight. Um, and it, I'll, I'll start a little bit with my, with my history and program. So um, I, I've known about program for a while. Um, and I knew even before coming in that 12 step programs always have this part where people do amends. So when I decided uh, finally to come into OA, um, like I, I was dreading this, I was dreading this step from day one. Um, there were definitely a bunch of amends that I was never, ever, ever gonna make. Um, so, um, yeah, so I, so I, uh, got into program. I started working with the sponsor. I was, I was one of the resistant types. Um, I just, you know, I was like, I guess I'm kind of willing, but I'm not really, really willing to do everything or any, anything. Um, but it, the, the truth was my actions spoke louder than my mind or my words and I really was willing to take um, all of the actions uh, that I needed to take in order to get recovery. So, um, so what it what it starts with um, on page seventy six in the big book is that you know we we need to take more action. This is what this program is about. It's a program of of action. So I actually you know, I've been through steps four and five, I've done my inventory, um, you know, I've done step six and seven, I've been trying to work through like what my defects of character are and, and shifting those around. Um, and now I have steps eight and nine. And um, it, it bothered me in the beginning that it, the big book has them together. <laughs> It doesn't separate eight and nine. Um, but when I work with my sponsees, I actually separate it because I know the feeling I had coming in to try to do these that, um, you know, I was, I was going to put off step eight 
in order to put off step nine. So I start saying step eight is just a list. So you, you take your list from steps four and five and you look at what harms have I caused. And then you just make a list about the harms that I have caused. Um, and I really thought I was gonna have a huge list of harms. And I really didn't have that many because once I went through four and five, I realized that you know it, there were patterns um, and a lot of my harms that I caused were really harms to myself. Um, so, which, which I was grateful for because when, when I'm the problem, I, I get to be the solution. Um, so I, uh, yeah, so I made this list of harms that I've caused and, and we want to be really careful here and not just write down every single thing willy nilly that like has, you know, pissed us off throughout our lives and every person that's annoyed us and everyone that we've hated that may or may not know. Um, that's not what an amends is about. Amends is really about righting the wrongs, having a genuine desire to right the wrongs that I have committed. And um, if somebody does not know that I have committed a wrong to them, then I really have to work hard to consider if I've caused them a harm and do I need to make an amends? So I work with a sponsor or I work with uh, fellows in my program and I do my praying to my higher power, whatever that may be, um, to really figure out if this is gonna cause even more harm or if it's going to really genuinely right a wrong. Cause I don't wanna go in and create more of an issue. Um, so, you know, and this is just the list. We're, we're not doing anything yet as far as making the amends. Um, starting with this list, you know, going down and really checking, uh, you know, checking in with, with um, myself, with my sponsor, with, with fellows and with my higher power, whether or not this is something that I want to, that, that would be best ultimately um, to write a wrong that I have done. Um, and then once I have that list and once I've gone through it, um, and I realize like what harms I have caused, then I want to start figuring out how I want to make the amends. And it's not good to just go in and start blubbering to somebody and saying, oh my God, I found this thing. And I mean, you know, I'm in this program and I have to, I have to fix this, or I'm never going to recover. I have to fix this with you. That's not the way to do it. <laughs> the way to do it is to really check in with the person that we have to make the amends to. Do they even want to hear it? You know, it's really important. This isn't this isn't about us making ourselves feel better. Um, it certainly, was about me making myself feel better. It was about me going to the folks that I've caused harm to and asking if they were willing to hear an amends, asking if they were willing to kind of rehash this situation, possibly. Um, and um, and I have to be willing and open to whatever their answer is. So um, in a lot of occasions where amends I've made, um, you know, people were very willing and very receptive. And there were a couple where people weren't. 
Um, and I had to respect that. And I had to figure out a different way of uh, getting right with myself and with my higher power um, when, the, when the person that I was going to make the amends to just wasn't willing to receive it. So, um, so yeah, there were, uh, gosh, there were, there were a bunch of amends that I had to make. Um, I guess the, the main story I'll talk about, and if you guys were with me, uh, over the weekend, you've heard this, but, um, my, my sister and I had a very tumultuous relationship most of our lives. And, uh, we had been estranged, um, before I came into program. So she was, of course, the first person on the list that I had to make amends to. And, um, and I told my sponsor that I just didn't want to, I wasn't ready to, and I wasn't going to. Um, and the good thing about step nine is that it's continuous. These promises, it says they come when we're not even halfway through. There's people in program that, you know, they've had amends for years that they have to make. The, the key is that you're, you're either willing to make them or working towards making them. Um, so it's not something where you have to like finish your amends before you can move on, at, at least in my opinion and in the, in the way that I work through the program. Um, so, so, so I was good. Like I was able to make a, a whole bunch of other amends and like continue going through program and get to step 10, 11 and 12. And, and I was pretty set that I, I might never make this amends to my sister. Um, and what I had decided for myself is that I was going to make a living amends instead. And I was going to start to try to act better. <laughs> <laughs> kinder, more loving. Um, and uh, circumstances showed up where um, I, uh, we, have, we have some family stuff where we, we are uh, named the powers of attorney and executors of our parents' um, lives, <laughs> basically. And um, in order to do that, we actually had to talk and we had to get on the same page. So I decided I was gonna call and reach out to her. And, um, and I really wasn't gonna make this amends, but I was going to, um, you know, just find out how we could move forward together and really like come, come from a place of love and kindness. And I did that and I, and I asked, you know, if she was willing to have a conversation. Then I asked if, you know, what, would we need to move forward? And I sat there on the phone with an open Ten heart. Minutes. Thank you. Uh, with an open heart, um, uh, asking, you know, what it is that she needed from me. And, um, and there was a lot that she had to get off her chest. And a lot of it was painful and a lot of it was in a really loud voice. And I basically sat on my hands and my heart was beating really fast and really hard. But, you know, I, ha I had made this commitment and I was going to hear her out. And I didn't necessarily agree with everything she was saying, but I had to hear her out and not make any other comment about what she was saying. Um, other than 
I hear what you're saying. What else do you need so we can move forward? And I kept repeating that and I kept repeating that until she was done. She said, okay, I'm done. And I, at that point, all of a sudden <laughs> something happened and I was willing to make this amends to her. And I was willing to say to her, I am really sorry for how I've treated you. I am so sorry that we haven't been close. You know, I'm, I'm so sorry for the things I've blamed you for. And I deeply, deeply apologize. And, um, you know, and I was careful not to say anything that I had thought or felt about her that she wasn't aware of, because that would only cause her more harm. She didn't need to know that, you know, I told my friends that I hated her. She, you know, that would have been really painful for her to know that. Um, I just needed to stop telling people that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so the, the miracle that happened was that I was willing to make the amends. And then the next miracle that happened is suddenly she starts apologizing to me for stuff that I was not expecting at all. So a um, few months later now, uh, as of today, we talk on the phone fairly regularly. We um, say, I love you to each other. And we are both like absolutely on the same page, working together in harmony for our parents' best good. And um, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing that I never, never expected would ever happen in my lifetime. So, um, and that speaks to that speaks to the promises to some extent, um, because I no longer dread when the phone rings and you know if if it's her or not i no longer dread my mother you know mentioning her name because cuz we're friends now like we talk we're sisters we communicate we're no longer estranged i mean it was like 2 years that we didn't speak at all and and there was so much anger and and anxiety and frustration and now there's none of that like, I truly, truly have love for her. I truly want the best for her. Um, I no longer have these petty feelings of, oh, well, you know, she got more support than I did from our parents. So now I want to work their finances so I get mine back and it evens out. You know, there's none of that anymore. And that was something that I was holding on to for so many years. And it was just killing me. Um, it wasn't doing anything to anybody else except making, make my parents upset and, and upsetting my sister. So, um, that was one of, one of the harder ones. There was actually another hard one too, um, that I can talk about in the last five minutes that I have. Um, cause why not just reveal myself on a recorded line? <laughs> Um, but that, that's what this is about to, to help everyone. Um, so yeah, there was another amends, uh, to someone who was very important in my life, um, that, um, we also had a falling out and, uh, this person absolutely, um, made it clear they did not want to hear from me again. And so, um, in addition to that, this person caused me tremendous amount of harm emotionally. 
Um, and, you know, so when I was doing my amends, I was like, I don't know, do I, do I need to make an amends to this person or don't I need to make an amends to this person? Because, you know, surely as it says in the book too, they caused me way more harm than I caused them. You know, they just got really pissed off at me and said they didn't want to speak to me anymore or see me anymore. But, um, but they caused me, thank you. They caused me so much harm. So when I got down to it, as I'm going through my inventory, I'm like, this is a relationship. There's two people in it. So what's my part? And I really had to, to disconnect from what his part was and just look at my part and really make that list of the things that I did to create this tension and discord in our relationship that um, led to our estrangement. Um, and, you know, when it was time for me to make the amends, I was like, well, he clearly said he did not want to hear from me or speak to me again. So what do I do? And, you know, I talked with my sponsor and, um, you know, I was like, I guess I'd be willing, I'll, I'll write a letter and, you know, I guess I'd be willing if I ever ran across him to make an amends to him. Um, and again, just, I, I wrote this letter and, and I discounted the fact that like all the stuff he did to me that, you know, that led for me to do what I did to him, you know, I, it didn't matter anymore. I just had to hold on to my side of the street. I just had to look at that and I had to clean that up because you know what? There were ways I was immature. There were ways that I was unfair, um, you know, and it just wasn't okay. And I want to clean that up. And it doesn't matter if I was, you know, harmed in any other way or treated unfairly or manipulated by him or anything like that. I had to take care of my stuff and let the other stuff go. And um, so I sat with that for a while and I realized, I guess, when I once I started sponsoring other people, I realized that it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. I still needed to do something a little bit more. And I realized that he deserved to receive um, this amends, whether he wanted to hear it or not. Um, and so I, I emailed the letter to him. Um, and this was after praying, this was after talking to sponsor and, and talking to actually some people that knew him without really revealing what was going on. That it, he really des did deserve to have it, whether he wanted to read it or not. And that's basically how I, uh, how I started the letter that, you know, I wanted to afford you the opportunity to hear this apology and you get to choose whether or not you want it. And, um, and it was received. <laughs> it was received well, and I got a little thank you note, and that was that. Um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the same as with my sister, where he started apologizing for all of his part, which was which was fine. You know, I, I guess there was pr probably a little bit of a little bit of me that did want that, or was hoping for it, but you know, that went away pretty quickly. I did a little ten step on it, um, and um, yeah, and it all worked out really well. So. 
Um, and I, and I gotta say, I feel really clean. I, I just, these promises at the end of the book have come true for me. I just feel like, you know, I come from a place of honesty. I come from a place of loving kindness. Um, and, you know, and, and really wanting to do no harm, um, and to make up for any harms that I have done. So, Right now, I don't feel like there's anything else that I have to make amends for. I really feel like my night step is 100% complete. But if in the future something does show up, I, I'm actually happy and excited to do it because of the way that it makes me feel right now. Um, just free, free and able to move forward in life. And um, that's my time. So with that, I guess I will pass. Thank you for uh, letting me be of service. Hope uh, hope someone got something out of that tonight. Thank you so much, Wendy. Yes, that was fantastic. I really appreciate your service. Thank you so much. We will now open the meeting for questions or for three-minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the steps being studied this week, which are eight and nine. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions, or press star nine if you're on the phone. And the Zoom host will call the raised hands and orders. Would Carol please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when the time is up? Okay, thank you. Thank you. Anyone wanna share? There we go. Hey, Amy B, compulsive overeater living in a recovered state today. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, Nancy, Team Wednesday. Appreciate your service. And thank you, Wendy S. Thank you for sharing on the recording your intimate stuff, because you're right. That is what we do. Um, and uh, thank you for talking about eight and nine separately, because they are separate, separate steps and they're separate for a reason. And one of the experiences that I had um, with my amends um, well, <clears throat> to back up for a second, one of the, one of the amends that I, the reason that I was willing to work the steps in a way that I had never been willing to make them before was because I wanted to make amends to my parents. And I, and I knew I couldn't do that until I had worked out all the stuff that got there. And I really wanted to skip straight to step nine, um, and do that, but you can't do that. Um, but the, there, there was another, and that was a beautiful cathartic amends when it actually came about naturally in order after having worked the steps before. But um, there was another amends that I made more recently that originally on my step eight list was a no way, not ever, not ever, even though I knew that I owed one, which was to um, my husband's ex-wife. And um, there was a, you know, without going into detail, um you know, a conflict. And whereas I, you know, convinced myself that I was being of service to my husband, I was not, you know, like it was absolutely my business and all of those other things. The truth is, is that I was cruel. And um, I, I explained it to my sponsor in such a way that she was like, mm, I don't know if you really, because I said, because I had not done step eight on it, which is became willing 
to make amends. That's a part of step eight, became willing to make amends to them all. And it took me a while to become willing. And there's that piece in the step eight list, at least the one that I used is, are you willing to make this amends? Yes, right now. Yes, but not now or no, never. And she started at the no, never. And um, as I, when I got recovered and I sort of was less angry just in general, I was like, yeah, I guess I could see making that amends, but I'm, I wasn't really in a hurry to do it. I was still kind of, you know, thinking, yeah, living amends, living amends. Um, but the miracle of this program is that um, I, I don't know if left to my own devices, I would have made the change, but uh, somehow, you know, the entire psychic change by living my life in aligned with guidance on direction with God, with divine ideals. Um, I found myself miraculously willing, not only willing, but eager to make an amends to her, which I did recently. And um, I, I felt like I had been I had been chained down and all of a sudden the chain was cut and I was filled with helium and I was just floating uh, around. Fine. Thank you. I, I will say I, I, whatever, I'll just pass. Thank you so much. Thank you for your service. Thank you, Amy. Uh, Nancy P. Hi, um, thank you for um, letting me share. Wendy, that was excellent. I did hear the um, sister story um, over the weekend and um, uh, it was uh, somehow more moving today than, than before. Um, I think I agree with you. Well, for me, I don't know about agree. I do agree with you and I, you know about step nine, just sort of being a fluid um, state because if I only had one chance to do it, then I would be screwed. I mean, it took me 50 years to recover. I've been in Overeaters Anonymous since 1971 and I never got any, well, 47 years. It took me 47 years to recover. I never got anywhere until I surrendered. And um, I was laughing when you talk about step eight as a list because I always say that surrender was the only hard thing that I've ever done. And I still agree, I still believe that. It was really hard, everything else was, at worst uncomfortable, but it wasn't hard. And I talk about the fourth step, like everybody talks about it, like it's a baby that has to be birthed. And, and um, but really all that it is, is a list to organize my thinking, you know, like my grocery store, my grocery list. I'm not afraid of my grocery list. And um, I go to the grocery store and I get the stuff that I need. And if I forget something, I can look at my list and it prevents me from, you know, going to one end or the other end and back and forth. And that sort of thing. And that's sort of what step eight does. You know, it prevents me, you know, I, I look at my organized thinking list from step four and then I make my list for step eight and I, you know, methodically go through, you know, as, as quickly as I can. And sometimes like others, you know, like you've said and, and Amy said it, no, no crosstalk, but since there's only two other, one other person that shared, um, you know, sometimes it takes longer. And for me, you know, Nancy P, you know, I had to be hit across the face with a two by four to even get my attention that I needed to surrender, to even get my attention. So I need to have the gentleness of this program, progress, not perfection, always reaching for something um, so that when people's names sort of flip through my mind, if, you know, and I say, oh, I, you know, that's someone that I, that I have to, um, you know, make amends to. And, you know, 
um, you know, a couple of things have come up that, you know, I feel as though I have to make an amend to this one person and I'm going to call another person to get their um, email. If I don't already have it, their personal email, I might already have it. I have to check. Um, and I'm going to make it an appointment to see. And, and, you know, I'm okay with that. And, um, you know, I've made, you know, I've been Hi. fortunate. Yeah, I've been, I will wrap up. I've been fortunate, um, you know, in the years that I haven't, that I've been recovered, that I haven't relapsed, but I'm always looking for ways to get better and better, you know, to get more and more recovered. So um, luckily for me, I don't have to do step nine all at once, um, but I am willing and eager and I do do it, you know, um, as it comes up. So thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Nancy. Robin? Hi, good evening. I'm Robin. I'm a recovered compulsive reader um, from Cincinnati. Glad to be here tonight. Wendy, thank you so much for sharing on um, a really important uh, topic. And I too have an estranged sibling. Um, so it's nice to hear that, that you did it and you're sitting here uh, and your friends. <laughs> um, so he's, he's on my list. Um, and I'm miraculously somehow willing and, and excited to do it. Um, whenever the chance comes up, um, I, when I first got into recovery in a 12 step program and the, the steps came up, I was like, step eight. I was like, Oh, this is a great opportunity to contact all these um, former boyfriends of mine and, and <laughs> Hey, look at me. Um, I'm recovered. Uh, and my sponsor was like, no, listen, sister, that's not what that's about. Um, so that was a relief. I'm glad I had a sponsor to tell me that. Um, cause I was, I was like, Oh, what a, what a fun, what a fun idea. Um, and which is like the eighth step and I love that people talk about the A step as a list. It's a list and you become willing to make the amends. Surprise, you don't get to know what the amends are until you get to the ninth step and discuss, you know, discuss them and pray about them. Um, and, you know, it says in the big book on 79, like we go to any lengths to find a spiritual experience. We ask that we be given strength and direction to do the right thing, no matter the consequences um, and we may face consequences, but we are willing, we have to be, we must not shrink at anything. And it's like, oh, okay. So that's, that's what this is about. I just remain in this state of willingness. And, um, and I've, I've had, I've had some awesome amends. Um, and I've had some ones where I was like, really? Like, that's your reaction. That sucks. <laughs> Cause I was all stressed out about this and hoping that there was going to be something a little, um, but but that's the thing. Like it's, it's a, I'm just willing. And I, I, I take, you know, take the, take the consequences and the reactions as they come. Um, I had a financial amends that I had to make one time and I really wanted, I really wanted them to rip the check up, but they didn't because <laughs> I'd heard people say, Oh yeah, they didn't, they didn't want my money. And I was like, Oh, I hope that happens to me. But uh, it, again, it's a, it's a constant state of willingness and, and surrender and acceptance. Um, and so I'm glad you shared about all that because that reminds me where I need to be and I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you, Robin. Um, Nichama and Hi. Maggie. 
Uh, real quick, actually, um, it's it's close to eight forty seven, so we'll now stop oh. the recording for unrecorded questions or shared. Would the Zoom host please?